Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 86 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about my top time management tips and tools. Have you ever looked back at a long day of work and wondered why you didn't get anything done? I certainly have. There have been many times that I've thought I was being productive, but I was actually spending my time on things that weren't as important to my business. As the creative director and only designer at Lemon in the Sea, I have a lot on my plate, and I'm sure you do too. That's why it's important to use your time the best way possible. After all, time is the one thing you can't make more of. So how do you increase your productivity when you're trying to do it all? These are some tips that I've learned during my time in business and in architecture school before that. No all-nighters for me. My first tip when you are trying to figure out how you're going to get the most out of the days that you have is to find your ideal schedule. One of the most important things I did early in my business was to find my most creative time today. It might seem silly, but when you run your own business, you don't have to stick to a nine to five schedule. So take advantage of that flexibility and schedule your work during the ideal time for you. That means that I do my creative work in the mornings from eight or nine until lunch and then focus on administrative tasks and upkeep later in the day. But if you're a night owl or you have kids that you need to watch during the day, working at night might make more sense for you. Either way, don't feel tied starting work at 8 a.m. just because it's what everyone else does. Find your ideal schedule and plan your day around it. This is so important, and it's going to adjust as your business changes, but you want to find that ideal time of day when you're most creative so that that's when you can work on the things that are most important in your business. My second tip is to create a long-term schedule. It's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day tasks and feel like you're constantly putting out fires. But by planning long-term, you can have a better idea of what you need to prioritize to reach your goals and serve your clients. Take time each month to plan out all of your longer-term projects, including launches, marketing efforts, and blog posts. By having everything planned ahead of time, you'll know exactly what you need to accomplish to stay on track. Plus, planning out your blog posts will mean that you never have to rush to come up with an idea the night before you're supposed to hit publish guilty here. In addition to monthly planning, make sure to plan out client projects as soon as someone books with you. I like to schedule out all of my steps and assign due dates so that I never fall behind and to ensure that I don't book too many projects at once. By laying out this longer term schedule, you can see everything you want to accomplish and what it will take to get there at a glance without having to panic that you've forgotten something important. But make sure you allow some room for flexibility as well. Your goals and dreams may change, and that's totally okay. As I am heading into 2019, I am batch recording podcast episodes starting in October so that I can be recorded all the way through March when I'm taking a break. While that's a lot of work up front, I've planned it all out. I took some time to figure out what I wanted to talk about in my episodes, who I wanted to bring on as guests, And now I am sitting down and for each episode, writing an outline, recording, writing my show notes, getting everything in order so that by the time the holidays roll around, I don't have to worry about doing any recording at all. This is really important for me because the holiday time and fall, winter in general is busy for my client work. 
So by having the podcast done ahead of time, I know that I'll have time to bring on all of the clients that I have, get everything done for them so that when they need help, they can be my priority. Another thing that I do for my long-term schedule is look at breaks that I need to take and the trends that I'm seeing with my clients. So I'm very lucky in that my husband's work schedule as a teacher lines up with my busy seasons as a designer. Usually I'm not as busy during the holidays weeks themselves and over the summer, which is when my husband has off. So we can schedule our big projects around the house or our travel during those dates without me feeling like I have to take time away from the business or that I'm going to spend all of my time with family working on a laptop. This is really helpful because I'm looking at the long term and I can plan my client launches, my start and end dates for projects around those times, knowing this is when I'll be gone way ahead of when it's actually happening. Tip number three is to make a daily to-do list. Once you have your long-term schedule laid out, you can focus on what you need to do each day. So I recommend that you take some time each morning and write out what you want to accomplish for the day, starting with the most important tasks first. Then work your way through your to-do list. I like to alternate between my big to-do items and smaller things that I can take care of in just a few minutes, like checking my email. And if you finish everything early, you can use that time to work ahead or take a break because it's one of the perks of being the boss. I used to use a bullet journal in my business and I would lay out a page for each day. I'd write all of the tasks that I wanted to accomplish and then I could check them off as I did them. I have switched over this year to using the day designer, which has a very similar layout in that it has my top three tasks for the day and then a list for other tasks and a schedule. So I have everything at a glance on paper, which is really important for me, and I can write down at the beginning of the day the big things that I need to accomplish. And at the end of every week, I sit down and write out my appointments on that calendar that I have. So I make sure that I'm really planning based on the time that I have and not based on what I think that I can get done. Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox. And you can find that at lemonandthesea.com my dash toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things. So you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox. My fourth tip is to track your time. Have you ever found yourself clicking on Facebook to check out just a few things only to look up two hours later and you've wasted that time? I certainly have. By tracking your time, you can learn where you're spending the most time and what you might need to schedule more tightly. Tracking time has a lot of benefits. You get to know how long a project takes so that you can better price your services. You know what you're spending time on that could be outsourced and how much money you're losing if you're doing it all by yourself. You could learn which tasks give you a bigger return on investment and which might need to be cut down. And you have a good record of how much time each task takes as you plan long term. Get into the habit of tracking your time now, although it takes a little bit to do that because sometimes you see how many hours you spent napping or on Facebook, but it's useful in the long run. 
Recently, I was asked by a client how long it takes me to design a website. And I was able to look back at all of the website projects that I have done over the past two or three years and see the time that I had tracked to give them an estimate of how much time it would take based on the type of project. I wouldn't know that if I wasn't tracking my time. And of course, for some projects, you need to track your time because you charge on an hourly basis. So get started doing that now so you're not having to guesstimate when you're sending an invoice. If you're doing all of that up front, you've got a lot of information that you can look through later. This is also one of the things that I looked at when I was thinking about outsourcing in my business, which we'll talk about in a later episode. But what I did was I looked at how much time certain tasks were taking me and whether or not I actually enjoyed them. So I found that podcast editing took me a lot of time, but it wasn't something that I really enjoyed and that time could be better spent by serving my clients. So that was one of the things that I looked at outsourcing. I could hire somebody to better edit my podcasts in less time and pay them to do so while I worked on client projects and actually was able to earn more money than if I had just been sitting at the computer not paying somebody to help me. My fifth tip is to pick your priorities. When you run your own business, you're the boss, which means that you get to pick what's most important to you. Make your business work for your life, not the other way around. Want to spend that afternoon at your child's Mother's Day lunch? Go ahead. Having a bad day and just wanna watch Netflix and relax, you can do that. You are responsible to your clients and to yourself, but there's room in your business to take care of the things that are important to you. Like I mentioned before, my husband is a teacher and so he has time off in the summer and over the holidays. And one of my priorities is to have less work to do during those times so that I can spend time with him. It's also really important to me to be able to spend the holidays with our families and not be on my laptop or my phone most of the time. They understand that occasionally I'm going to have to jump on and help a client and that's totally okay, but I set aside most of that time to actually enjoy my time with family. I also recently had to set aside a lot of flexible time um, just to get things done as I was able instead of on strict deadlines. So there's a lot of flexibility that goes into running your own business because you are generally the only person you have to depend on. So if you are not feeling well or if something comes up, you need to decide how you're going to handle that. So how do I put all of these tips into practice? I do it with systems and tools that I've used over time and I found what works for me and I'm always making adjustments as I go based on my workload, my family, and how I'm feeling. In the show notes, you'll find links to all of these, but these are the tools that I use to keep everything running in my business and to make sure that I am using my time to the best of my ability. For time tracking, I use a website called Harvest. They also have an app for your phone. It's really cool because it is free to create up to two projects. So what I have is a project for administrative tasks and I break those out into all the different administrative tasks. And then I have another one for clients and those are broken down by which client I have. And all I have to do when I start working on a task or client projects, go in, I choose which one it is, I hit start. And then at the end of that time, when I'm done, I hit stop and it keeps track of all of that for me. 
I don't have to go in every day and look at it, but when I'm wrapping up a project or I'm trying to see if I charge enough money for something, I know what all of that looks like. The other tool that I use for this is Dubsado. So for some of my clients who I've already worked with and I am now um, helping on a retainer basis, I charge them hourly. And this I use in track in Dubsado because it then adds it to my invoices for me. So that's another way that I track my time. I use Asana for scheduling projects and client works. This is a really great app. I used to use it for my clients, but now it's just for me. I can go in there and see what I have coming up. I have my podcast, my client work, my day-to-day -day tasks all in there. They're set to repeat every week or however how often I need them to. And so I can just go in at a glance, see what I have on my schedule for the day and check them off as they're complete. I also really like to use Dubsado for creating autoresponders and making my email more manageable. This is a great tool all around. I know you've heard me talk about it before, but I've created templates for the emails that I send out to my clients so that I can just choose the template, make some customizations, and send it a whole lot faster than writing something from scratch. I already mentioned that I used to use a bullet journal for tracking my daily tasks, and now I am using the Day Designer. There are lots of planners out there, but those are two that have worked for me because I am able to write down my important tasks, um, the other tasks I want to accomplish, and really see at a glance what I'm trying to do for the day. Then for tracking appointments and keeping everything together in one place so that nothing overlaps, I use my Google Calendar. This one is really great because I have a calendar for my personal, I have one for work, and then I have my husband's calendar so that I can see when he has appointments. And what I do is I integrate this with a lot of the other apps that I'm using so that when somebody needs to schedule something with me, I make sure that nothing's going to overlap. Another tool that I love for scheduling that works with the Google Calendar is Acuity. So this is my scheduling software and I can send a link to my clients or my podcast guests. They can pick a time that works for them that's already clear on my calendar. And that is really useful because then I know that I'm not having to email back and forth, which saves me time. And I know that it's not going to be at a time that is inconvenient for me, which makes it a whole lot less stressful to schedule things. I also use a wall calendar, so I don't have a link for that, but I have a calendar that's monthly on my wall where I schedule my podcast episodes and that hangs up there. I use sticky notes to write down the name of the podcast episode and then I can just see it at a glance as I am moving forward and that is how I keep track of when I have things scheduled, what blanks I might need to fill in, and I can make sure that I have everything working the way that I need it to. Of course, I have found other tools and systems that I love as far as organizing my folders and making sure that things get done on time, but there are not apps for those. It's just things that I have figured out to make work for me, and I'm sure you have some of those for yourself. So it's really about getting a balance between tools that can help you and just a way of working that you found is best for your business and your schedule. As we're wrapping up this episode, I have three action steps for you. Number one is choose and set up a time tracking app. So if you don't have one already, I recommend doing some searching or ask around in Facebook groups for ones that people like so that you can start tracking your time. Number two is write a list of emails that you send frequently and can write templates for. 
This was a game changer in my business and I still use a lot of those templates today. And number three is find the time of day that you work best and adjust your schedule so you're doing your most important work at that time. This goes back to um, that creative time of the day. And for me, this is in the morning. So I make sure that I schedule my client work that I need that brain power for during those times. And if you are not a morning person, then that's not going to be what you're doing. But figure out what those times of day are so that you can work your schedule, so that you can serve your clients and your business to the best of your ability. I hope this episode was helpful. I know it was a shorter one, but I really wanted to share some of the ways that I just manage my time as a business owner and the lone person in my business so that you can get an idea of how I manage all of this for myself. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 